Hi folks, Jack Spierko here. Today you are listening to an episode of TSP Rewind. <laughs> Commercial-free versions of past episodes. Podcast blasts from the past. I put these up when I can't do a show due to professional commitments or rare vacations. These podcasts will appear in standard iTunes, Stitcher, and other feeds, but will be titled TSP Rewind Episodes and numbered accordingly. Today we are rewinding back to June 19th, 2009. Episode 224, The One-Year Anniversary Show. This episode was released exactly one year after the very first episode of the Survival Podcast was published. One year. The show is largely not me. It's a very short introduction by me, and I'll keep my rewind introduction short today as well. Um, but the show itself ran 54 minutes long in its original format, and um, I'm going to pretty much run it in its original format today. I won't take much out of it, and because uh, I don't need to, because it was, again, a very brief intro. So most of the 54 minutes was listeners talking about what they were going to do. Here's my special message for you guys today that adds on to this show that maybe will inspire you to, to stick to what you know and what you believe in and continue to do what you got to do. As I started building this show up in the first couple hundred episodes, I started attracting a lot of people that liked what I was doing. I also started attracting people that didn't quite like the way I was doing it and wanted to tell me how to do it differently. I'm not talking about people giving you advice like, hey, if you modulate this a little bit differently, your audio will be better or stuff like that. It's always appreciated advice like that. People telling me things like, if you don't do this, it'll be the end of your show, you'll never be successful. And then as the show became successful, um, when you know maybe I come out with something controversial and stick to it, this is the end of TSP, it'll be gone, it's over, you've ru ruined it, it you know, whatever, you know. And I'm glad I listened to none of those people. And, and there's a reason. Again, one-year anniversary show, listeners called in and told their stories. And this is going to be an incredibly inspirational show for you today. And over the years, whenever I've like, am I really on track, I'd go back and listen to this show myself to realize this is what we're really all about. Because this is, this is the people that you're actually touching. But I'd like to, instead of rewind, I'd like to fast forward about three years from the show that you're going to hear today. October 17, 2012 was episode 1000. And I think when we hit episode 2000, maybe we do this again. Uh, I'm not sure if we do or not, but... Maybe we do, and maybe it's time to start working toward that since we're in the 1960s and going to the 1970s right now. Maybe we pick something different. Uh, maybe we do it as our nine-year anniversary show this time. But again, we went from 54 minutes of content in episode um, uh, 224, the one-year anniversary show. October 17, 2012, we did episode 1000. The amount of content from listeners calling in limited to two minutes apiece. Four hours, 54 minutes, three seconds. Because when you stick to what you believe in and you stand by your principles, even when you make mistakes and you stand up and admit your mistakes, but you do not back away from your principles, then you, you, you develop something that really matters and something that's really special. And those of you that are entrepreneurs that are out there building something, I don't want you to shy away from advice from people that actually are trying to help you. But when st people start telling you what you need to do and you didn't ask them, and you look at them and they're not more successful than you at the area they're discussing, stick to your principles, stick to your guns, and follow your path. Because that's what's going to bring success. I hope you enjoy this episode again, episode 224. 
from June 19, 2009, mostly listener-created content. And I hope you realize that if you're just starting on your journey with this community, this is the type of story that you'll be able to tell someday. It's pretty amazing. It's pretty awesome. And remember, while we don't do commercials during the show, you can always support the Survival Podcast by doing your Amazon shopping through tspaz.com, T-S-P-A-Z.com. Another day, another dollar Makes you wonder where your money went You can scream and you can holler Hi folks, this is Jack Spierko with the Survival Podcast. This time it's a little bit different. This will not be one man's view of the changing world and the changing times and the things that we can all do to live a better life. Today is Friday, June 19th, and uh, we're one day short of the official birthday of the Survival Podcast. The Survival Podcast was first launched on June 20th. 2008. So one day early, we're going to go ahead and do our anniversary show. And instead of one man's opinion, you're going to get many people's opinion, men and women both. They're going to tell you about their life, what the show has done for them, and what they, more importantly, have done for themselves. They're going to share with you how they are living a better life right now, even though times really haven't gotten that tough yet, and how they're preparing for the day that may come when times do get tough. Hopefully they'll inspire you more than I ever had. There'll be no house cleaning today. Let's just go ahead and start listening to people just like you all across our country. And in fact, you'll hear from some people all across our world and how they're living the show, Credo. Hey, Jenna from Wyoming. Hey, congrats on the one year. I tuned in about August of last year. My journey really starts about the same time as TPS in June. Uh, sorry, I grew up podcasting. Um, <laughs> starting about June, um, I was planning out my little boy's first birthday when I started thinking about what we were going through. I was worried about his future. I started looking around how things were done back when and everything. And uh, it's funny how much your store like mine. I grew up in a small ranch in South Dakota. Spent every second with my grandparents, great-grandparents. They did it all themselves. I, I was too busy hunting or riding, though to see how they did it, but they did everything from growing beef, chickens, to potatoes. I joined the Air Force, got a little house on a little acre. I started looking for information on how my grandparents did it and stuff back then, and that's when I found your show. Um, I'm starting to return my roots, uh, so much so I'm starting to set up a remote location of land that was willed to me, where just some awesome memories of me growing up with my grandparents were. Um, you showed me how I can make it, how I can make a living on just the 160 acres that I got. Uh, it's just a windmill on 160 of great acres in the middle of South Dakota. Um, so I'm practicing on my one acre, and I'm growing a garden and getting ready for my big bug out. Hey, thanks again, and here's many more years. Later. Hi, Jack. This is PSU 303, Jeff from uh, Central Isle. I started listening to your show last June uh, at my new job. They uh, blocked web radio, so I found you. Uh, I've always been interested in self-preparedness, and in the last, uh, I guess, it stemmed back to the 10 years I spent in the Coast Guard. Um, how your show has changed, uh, my life has been uh, very big, big change. 
Number one, I paid off all my debt, uh, both my wife's car, my truck, credit cards, and uh, started living uh, more um, within our means. Um, finally, I also finally put together my uh, get-home bag, put one together for my wife and for me, and uh, we've used it constantly with the two little guys we got. Um, also, we we'll even um, passed on your show to two other co-workers and got them interested, um, and they're on board uh, with the Fairness Lifestyle. And then the final thing was I made a big choice. I decided I wanted to live in a rural, uh, uh, rural lifestyle setting and went with a... Uh, a farmhouse, 4.5 acres, um, well, garden, um, two barns, and uh, we close on the 26th of June. So I'm putting my money where my mouth is. Uh, thanks a lot, Jack. Jack, this is Jeff from St. Louis. been listening for a few months, and um, my wife, thank goodness, is on board with, with all of the preparedness and survivalist stuff that that you've been talking about. We've tried out quite a bit of it. We had always wanted to do this. I had always wanted to do it. And you really got the fire burning under me. Since listening to your show, we have approximately six months of food stored, and I've got a, a whole wagon load of water purification tablets. Uh, we're working on getting our water storage worked on. We've, uh, we've got two rain barrels now that we've purchased, and uh, that's mostly going to be used uh, at the house for uh, irrigation for the gardens. Um, we bought a bug out location, six acres, about an hour and a half from the house. has a year-round creek on it, nothing else. We're going to do all the work ourselves is clearing the land, and, and we've got a pop-up camper. We're going to be getting down there as soon as we get the area cleared for it. Um, get back at the house. We've got a greenhouse we've bought. We haven't put it up yet. We're going to do that this fall to extend our growing season. We went, we went crazy on the garden. Instead of all flowers, this year we've got a lot of veggies. Uh, I'm growing strawberry in some strawberry pots on the front porch for guests to grab a, a strawberry or two on their way in. I'm growing potatoes in containers. And um, this all started with beer bread, by the way. It was the first thing we tried together. and It was so much. Uh, it was so good, and we had so much fun doing the beer bread that kind of we couldn't wait to try some of the other things, and it really got us going. Uh, we're currently putting together our bug-out bags. Um, I'm also working on a radio system for us in case the uh, telephones go down. If there's a, a, a you know what hit the fan, um, recently got a deep cycle battery and was using it um, when we went camping overnight at our bug out location to run my CPAP machine, and it worked great you know, with the inverter. And I'm now looking for a solar charger and a charge controller so that I can have that thing charging up during the day. Um, if we're ever off the grid or the power goes out. So we're working on all sorts of different things. I really like the show a lot, and I do like the question call-in stuff that you've been doing lately. Um, so that's it. Again, this is Jeff from St. Louis, and um, I'm enjoying everything. Keep up the good work, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Hey, Jack. This is Nikki1843. Um just calling in with some comments for your June 20th show. Last year in June, I was living in North Carolina and working in Virginia right across the line. I wasn't really thinking too much about prepping. I had started a garden in the backyard that I didn't do much with except for plow it up. Um, I've always thought about the scenarios should hit in the fan, but I didn't know anything about it. Although I did have some stuff put away for Y2K, I didn't go overboard. The only thing I've really ever done in the past was I created a bug-out trunk. 
just a, a trunk that my kids had used at scout camp. I filled it with food and clothes and camping gear, something that could be thrown in the back of the car if we needed to leave quickly. But back in June, the shit did hit the fan in my area. Um, businesses were closing. All the factories were leaving the area. And I worked in retail in a mall. I was watching one store after another close, and it was getting kind of spooky. The malls were completely empty. So I started to look to transfer to another location with my company. I ended up up here in Pennsylvania in November. That was scary in of itself because I had never lived away from my friends and family. It was where I had grown up. So I came up here and didn't know a single person. So I knew it was completely up to me to take care of myself and my kids. I didn't have mom and dad to run to if things got bad. So I started to look at what I had and plan for the future if things got bad, like if my store were to close, because that is a possibility. Um, about that time, I discovered all the survival communities online. My brother had clued me into a few of them. And I found the survival podcast on iTunes. It has been a fantastic support to have other like-minded people to learn from. I'm no longer scared that I'm not going to be able to make it if my job goes away or if the flu comes or most anything else. I have a plan, and I have a plan B, and I have preps to get me through most events. I also have a garden this year, not as big as the one I had planned on last year, but I'm growing stuff in it, and it's looking good. I have tomatoes and onions and beans. Um, I have potatoes. I've got a lot more than I thought I could put into those little two-square-foot gardens. I have a long way to go, but looking back on it, I've come a long way. And I just want to say thank you. Bye. Hi, Jack. Really enjoy your show. Uh, this is Kathy James and Ray James. And what I wanted to mention is you asked a question for your June 20th show, If um, what we've learned um, from the Survival Podcast. And I believe... Your ideas have reinforced what we already knew, and your knowledge has taught us what we need to know, and that alone motivates us to continue forward. And so we really take our hats off to you. You've done a great job. Thank you very much. Bye. Hi, this is Stuart, a.k.a. Trash Can Man on the forums, and I'm calling from about an hour's drive west of London in the United Kingdom. Uh, a few years back, I got stuck in the London Underground when a tube train broke down, and I was sat in the dark for a while, feeling completely helpless. I had no torch, no water, nothing. Overnight, I started making changes to be prepared on a daily basis, carrying a few essentials with me and a few extra items in my car. So there I was, travelling around, but safe in the knowledge that I was prepared for everyday emergencies. So I got thinking about being prepared at home. I thought about it, but did nothing. I woke one morning to find a note posted through my door telling me that my area's water supply had been contaminated with petrol. So that was me, my wife and our young baby with no water for a week. I made great efforts from this point on to store food and water in case of emergencies, but again, I got so far and just ran out of ideas. Um, last Christmas, I received an iPod as a present and found the survival podcast on iTunes by complete chance. Uh, here was a man that despite living thousands of miles away, he shared the same thoughts as me. I had been in debt, in debt but become debt-free. I stored food and water, and here was exactly what I was looking for, more ideas. Since listening to the Survival Podcast, I have joined the Member Support Brigade and the Forum, which is a great community where I'm meeting even more like-minded people. I disagree with people's opinions from time to time, but then if we all thought the same, life would be boring. 
I've started to turn our home into a homestead by making some raised beds in a compost heap, something I had never imagined doing. My wife has even now started to think the same way since playing her an episode that was recommended to me by one of the forum moderators. Just this weekend, I have talked to a friend of mine who is now determined to clear his credit card debt by the end of the year, so I'm spreading the word to. So I want to take this opportunity to thank you, Jack, for your efforts in putting together such a great show and to wish the Survival Podcast a very happy first birthday. Okay, cheers. Bye for now. Hey, Jack, this is Matt Hundley, also known as uh, Global Moderator Trioxin, or some of the guys, you can call me Mr. Blake. <laughs> um, uh, 9-11 and Con- Katrina really uh, woke me up out of the stupor that I'd been. I'd pretty much just been, um, you know, working paycheck to paycheck, just sort of living in an apartment, uh, living in the system under the thumb, you might, you know, you might say. Um, and when I did wake up, um, I uh, I felt really... Uh, a lot of anxiety at first, you know, I felt alone, like I was the only one that, you know, got this thing, you know, that I was like myself there in this vast sea of humanity, and uh, a little bit of checking around on the internet, and I did come across um, your podcast, uh, just as I was starting to sort of, you know, lash out there and do my own podcast, and, uh, you know, you really actually inspired me to start doing mine, um, so I did a few episodes, uh, and, but once I, once I got into the forum, um, it was really reassuring to see that there were so many other people out there that felt the same way and felt the same way. And it, I guess in my own mind, what it did um, was it kind of moved out of that kind of crazy territory. You know, I thought, man, is this something that I just, you know, created? Is this something in my head, uh, you know, that I put these dots together? Am I the only one that feels this way? But, when, you know, when I met the, uh, the group of people, incredible group of people down at the TSP forum um, it validated a lot of what I was doing and uh, it validated a lot of my feelings and to this day I still feel a real connection to everybody I mean um, you know yeah it's just a forum and a lot of times I sit down at night and I mean the reality of the situation is it's just uh, words on a screen but I really feel like I know all those people I mean you know Sister Wolf and 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 Ahmad and everybody else Goat Dog everybody I mean those names are more than just screen names to me. You know, I, like I say, I feel like I, I actually know those people, and I feel that there, um, you know, people out there that um, have my back. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's uh, it, it may seem kind of sentimental, it may seem kind of silly, but um, I do feel that way, and that is one way that the Survival Podcast has really changed my life. Okay, there you go, Jack. Maybe you can use that one. Um, hope so. Uh, Anything else, man, or you ever want to chat or need anything for the TSP ever, um, give me a call, man. I mean, I'm ready, willing, and able to do anything I can. So uh, I'm going to go back inside because the mosquitoes are eating me, and uh, I'll talk to you later. See you, man. Hey, Jack, this is uh, DW from the uh, forum, and uh, I'm just heading uh, north on uh, Route 81 on my way to my uh, next PCS move up to Fort Drum. And I uh, thought I'd call in for uh, the upcoming show you're making about what we've done in the last year. And just wanted to let you know that I procured some land in Missouri for the family to uh, head to when the time comes. Uh, we're about halfway of getting ourselves completely out of debt. Of course, this next deployment's going to really help out with that. And uh, we began canning everything from our garden. I got an experimental square foot garden going, and uh, I'm really sold on the idea, which is good because 
it looks like the next place we move to is either going to be on post or we'll have to rent. So I'm going to go directly to the square foot route with some uh, container-sized beds that I can move around and from place to place as necessary. But uh, really enjoy the show. The kids enjoy the show, especially my teenage son, who's really getting into some of the ideas that we're playing with on there. So, and uh, the son also got me turned on to archery. As a lefty, I grew up, you know, left-handed. I shoot right, but for archery, I have to do left. So he's got me going into the archery thing now, and my son actually got me into that, and I'm getting him into shooting. So I'm looking forward to getting him on the range out here once we get established on post. So. Wanted to say thank you again, and uh, keep up the great work, and uh, cool. have a good day. Hey Jack, this is KCPOD from your forum. Um, I'm up in the Pacific Northwest, and uh, I find your show early on this year. I was always kind of uh, into survivalism, but it's kind of... The economic stuff kind of woke me up. It was a big wake-up call for me. I, uh, I actually called in with a health question, and that's a big, big issue for me. You know, I want to be able to to take care of things if, if something big happens, and and uh, well, I've kind of resigned myself a, lo- a little bit to to at least you know being able to take care of my wife and. Uh, now, your show's given me a lot of ideas as far as uh, gardening and, uh, you know, really being able to take care of business. So it's, it's meant a lot to me, and uh, I think you're doing a great service for, for people. Um, it's really been a, a real inspiration and kind of gotten me off my butt to do some things that I wouldn't have done before. So, um, you know, with the... Chronic illness and all that, uh, that can be kind of a hard thing sometimes, and, uh, yeah, that, that's, that's great. Anyways, uh, thanks for having a, a good first year, and I'm glad your, your show's doing well, and I really appreciate it. Uh, thanks, Jack. Bye. Hey, Jack. Dave up here in Seattle wanted to let you know uh, I listen to your podcast every day. It's great. Uh, I'd say within the last year, uh, the wife and I have gotten rid of about $30,000 in credit card, car loan, furniture debt, you name it. Uh, it's never been more relieving to have all that off your chest. We started stockpiling food. Uh, even though we live in an apartment, uh, we're still able to find some room for it and rotate it out and all that good stuff. And we started uh, investing in gold and silver taking physical possession of, uh, of both. And uh, that is also giving us quite a bit of a peace of mind. Uh, you're doing a great job. Keep it up, and uh, I'll keep on listening. Thanks, man. Later. Hey, Jack. My name is Richard. I live in Cedar Park, Texas. Um, about a year ago, my girlfriend popped up and started singing Another day, another dollar, off-key, just like I did, but uh, you turned me on to your podcast, and you know, he's been involved in, in storing fresh drinking water and emergency supplies and such uh, for a good while, 
I thought it was a bunch of hooey at first, but ever since America elected a Marxist to be president, I've come around and I um, want to be more independent. I've got a bug out piece of property, and I'm working on getting the money to build a cabin on it. I really enjoy your podcast shows and videos. Um, I'm glad you're married because my girlfriend, I think, is in love with you anyway. Um, I appreciate what you do. Many thanks. Hello, this is Cold Haven from the Survival Podcast Forums. I wanted to take a minute or two to share with you how I've become more prepared in the last year. A year ago, I was essentially not prepared for hardly anything. I kept only enough food to last a few days at maximum, never thought about carrying water, protection, or anything remotely like a bug-out bag. I thought many times about survivalism throughout my life, but most people thought I was crazy and so I never acted on it. One day about a year ago, I decided something wasn't right. The economy, the wars, the crime, everything seemed to point towards something potentially bad. I searched through the net trying to find resources for what I was experiencing. I started to prepare, but with no direction. There was no focus, and it seemed like there was so much to do, and I didn't know where to start. There was good information out there, but eventually I came upon a podcast which was suggested to me through a member of the uh, Zombie Squad Forums. Listening to that podcast, I learned there was a starting point. There was a direction to work in, and I could get it accomplished. This podcast was highly informative, honest, and unique. The person who did the podcast was down-to-earth, intuitive, and foremost a friend to everyone who listened to his show. He wanted us to survive, and he wanted us to live life without fear, but with the bold determination that we could be independent and we could be free. That podcast is a survival podcast, and that man is Jack Spierko. It was from him that I learned about modern survivalism, that there was more to it than beans, bullets, and band-aids. I learned that modern survivalism isn't just something you do, but it's something that you are. I learned that gardening was the first and best step to free myself from the systems around me. I learned that preparing for a short emergency incidentally helps me prepare for them all. I learned that I could live a better life if times got tough, or even if they didn't. I was motivated. I had direction. I had purpose. And I knew what I did mattered. In one year, I have brought my stored food to the halfway point. In one year, I have made my family safe. In one year, I have saved money. I have prepared for everything from minor injuries and problems to a shit hit the fan. I have helped build a large garden. I have made container gardens on my front porch. I have stood on the land with a shovel in my hand and realized what I was, a human. I have put together bug-out bags, learned about economics and how they work. I have become closer to the earth, closer to my family, put smiles on their faces and smiles placed on mine. I felt pride in knowing I could protect them. I felt strength in knowing I had made a difference in my life, theirs, and my neighbors. I have gained friends on the forum community whom I learn from every day, and I hope that I can help in return. I have many projects left to do and more things to get done. I have more experiences to share. I have more to learn and more to teach. This last year, I have gotten more done than I ever thought I could possible. I have gained in many areas of my life. Despite all the turmoil of the last year, I do not feel afraid, and I do not feel alone, and I feel like I can make a difference if times get tough, or even if they don't. Hi, this is Larry from Katy, Texas. I've always really been survival-minded, but, you know, figured I'd call in and, and say what this uh, year has been to me for survival. Um, I've never really been in debt, but, uh, you know, the whole mentality of this has kind of kept me out of it. Several things have happened, and being prepared has made it a lot easier. 
Yeah. Uh, like when the hurricane came through, Ike, I wasn't worried at all. You know, I had some food at home, mainly just sat at home and cooked up some steaks and let it pass through, not worried about what would happen at all. Um, other things, I've uh, started preparing, getting some food. I've got several five-gallon buckets now full of rice and beans and pasta and and uh, let's see other things um, I started my survival binder so if something does happen you know I've got a way of keeping everyone together and keeping us all out of harm so what the last year has meant to me right now I'm sitting outside in my pool I'm not worried. Thank you. Bye. Jack. Hey, Jack, and the rest of the Survival Nation. I just wanted to give a ring and let everybody know that this show has not only inspired my life, but it's motivated me. Uh, I, you know, I, my life somewhat paralleled Jack's as far as grew up in Northeast Ohio, had parents, grandparents around, and they lived on hobby farms even though they had you know regular day jobs and so I saw the garden growing and the crops and the canning and the hunting and the efforts that all went into just surviving and being prepared and then as the grandparents passed on my parents did less and less of that sort of thing the hobby farms got sold my parents had a smaller acreage plot and that translated into me growing up uh becoming self-employed, trying to move to a city where I could make the money. And here I am now on a postage stamp-sized lot, and I don't even have a house plant. So then I was flipping through iTunes last fall, came across the Survival Podcast, and instantly connected with it. Downloaded every single episode, listened to them while I was at work, uh, you know, 8, 10, 12 hours a day, just inundating myself with how much I've let myself become brainwashed to just modern day society and so I came up with a list of goals of things to do and just one by one I started knocking them out and taking Jack's advice of you do one you get it through to completion or as far as it could possibly go and then you start the next one and so just running through a quick list here of everything that I've gotten done uh after the meltdown of the economy, I downloaded all the episodes, began listening to all of them, I built some food shelves, pantry, stocked them up. I went out and bought a wood stove, installed that in my house, started a wood pile, got that going, bought breeder rabbits, never did any of that before, and I've since harvested my first litter of fryers and have those in the freezer and have made some stew out of those. So. That's even going well. Um, I arranged a land purchase for my bug out location. Uh, the guy is funding it initially, and we're going to get that paid off as soon as possible. I paid off all my consumer debt. I bought ammo for my pistols, bought a twenty two for my daughter, bought a pellet gun for my son.
And hi, Jack. I'm Barb from Colorado. My husband, Terry, began listening to the Survival Podcast last year in late September, early October. He got me on board the first part of December, and we joined the Members Brigade in March. And we just want to thank you for the many great ideas you've given us, but most of all for the encouragement and reinforcement that we're living life on the right track. We've had a large garden for the past 30 years and store much of what we grow, but listening to you has given us a new enthusiasm for what we've been doing, including spurring us on to adding more edible landscapes. We appreciate the variety of the show. It's not always about gardening, but encompasses pertinent information on money, solar, and politics. But most of all, your ideas help us, prepa- help us be as prepared as we can and find joy in living a different lifestyle, a simpler one that stresses providing for ourselves and not living by an Americanized standard. Thanks, Jack, and we hope if you're ever in Colorado, you know you have friends here, and you'll look us up. Bye. Hey, this is Kirk from New Hampshire. I'm a relative newcomer to the show, but I moved to New Hampshire with the Free State Project, and I'd just like to say that myself and several other people that I'm uh, regularly hanging out with up here as part of the Free State Project are very interested in your show and what you're doing. Um, We've got a lot of people up here who need some education, um, who have the heart and the will to uh, to get it done. So thank you for providing all that wisdom and all the ideas that you have, and keep it going. We really appreciate the work you're doing. Thanks. Hey, Jack, Damien here. Uh, you asked us to call in to uh, help you with your next show, so here's my uh, survival podcast addition. Uh, um, well, for one, I have uh, become pretty much completely debt-free. I have slight uh, slight debt, but it's less than $1,000, and some that will probably be taken care of in the next week or so. Um, beyond that, we have preps for about 90 days in our uh, primary location where we live here in uh, Virginia, and in our secondary location as well, have our preps ready there. Um, we've also I've also been able to get basically my wife on board, um, and she has not only began... Uh, getting into the survivalist mindset or the modern survivalist mindset, uh, but uh, she actually is now into shooting as well. So uh, for all of my fellow uh, men out there that have wives that aren't really into guns or something like that, uh, it might help you to uh, go this direction. But uh, anyway, I just wanted to let you know where we were at. Um, I've, I've I had a secondary location already prior to the show, as well as some preps, but. Uh, the show's pretty much uh, put me in gear and give me a good kick in the butt. So I appreciate the show and uh, keep up the good work, man. And I am a member supporting, or I'm part of the member support brigade, and uh, it's a wonderful asset. So to everybody that's thinking if they should do it or not, um, you should. It's a cheap investment to get some good information that Jack puts out. So uh, thank you for the show, and uh, hopefully. Uh, Hopefully you'll keep it going for the next few years at least, man. Uh, good luck and uh, fair winds and following seas from a sailor. Bye. Hello, Jack. This is for the podcast on the 20th. My name is Ramon, or RMG7 in the forums. So um, and then as far as I can tell, I might be the only listener that you have in Puerto Rico trying to spread the word over here. So what have I done in the past year? part of my plan, I got my hurricane straps for my roof installed. This structure will also serve as a structural base for an eventual green roof. I installed and tested a battery bank for my home office that would allow me to operate for five days off the grid. 
This will eventually be hooked up to solar panels or maybe a small wind turbine. Build a second storage to house an emergency generator, but, but thanks to you, I'm thinking of converting that to my emergency storage for food, water, etc. What has the show done for me? Um, I ran into your podcast this past May, looking for ideas on civil disobedience. For the record, let me say that I'm very glad I found you guys. I have found a lot of inspiration in reading the forums and listening to your thoughts, constructive criticism, and rant. Thanks to you, I'm back tending my crops and garden, which I had neglected for the past year or so. As you often say, it's never too late to begin growing your own food. The information on permaculture and the many topics related to building and design have really grabbed my attention. I am an architect by trade, and I'm seriously considering educating myself thoroughly in the permaculture topic to be able to put together a seminar that I can offer to colleagues, profession, professionals, schools, and even corporations. Your plans to move to your BOL and have as a source of income this business of yours of the podcast have inspired me to think of this consulting sideline for my business. I began rain harvesting three years ago, recently established local contacts for the implementation of green roof technology for the tropics. And so with the permaculture topic, I believe I have found the missing link. This would make my green architecture approach unique, I think, more rounded and possibly more appealing to the general public therefore more profitable for me as a consulting business. So I'm glad I found you guys, and thanks for everything. Take care. Hello, this is Ron. I live in the Midlands of South Carolina. I began listening to the Survival Podcast sometime around episode 100. If you want to know how my life has changed in the past year, just ask my neighbors. They are the ones that marvel at the food growing in my front yard. We have two raised beds now and plan to add two more this fall. We've got to admit we were a little embarrassed to build our garden in the front yard. But that's where the best sunlight is. A lot of late nights we spent out there digging and transplanting. Turn off the flashlight, here comes another car. I may be sleeping less, but I'm sleeping better. And I believe that's because I'm starting to take control of my family's future. What I do matters. Thank you, Jack, and the Survival Podcast. I consider you a friend that I've never met. Hi, Jack. I wanted to participate in your call-in show because you have really had a big impact on our family's preps for the future. I didn't become a listener to your podcast until after the article in the local newspaper came out this spring, but we had already begun making some changes before that time. With the elections and the economy, we had begun stocking up and bought a bit more ammo and a few guns. And so after that, we began even making more changes. We expanded our knowledge on the money system, the economy, and gained more skills that we think will help in the future. And we tried our first garden this spring, and we've already begun enjoying the fruits of that, and it's great. Also, I've learned how to dehydrate and vacuum seal for long-term food storage. We bought a Berkey water filter, made sure we all have backpacks for bug-out bags, and uh, have been learning more things that we haven't been able to try yet, like raising chickens for eggs and goats for milk. I also really like the YouTube videos that you've passed on to us 
on the DeRay's family and Dehydrate to Store. It's given some great information and is encouragement also. The forum is also really, really helpful, and you have some great moderators there. It's kept everything very, very uh, top-notch. Right now, we are in the process of trying to find a piece of land to start a true homestead. As you probably know, it is not easy to find a place in Texas with reasonable property taxes. But if once we do find one, we plan to sell our home uh, with the big mortgage and the homeowners association and ridiculous property taxes and start fresh. And one thing I'd like to say is your the motivation that you provide on your podcast is invaluable. And you've really helped us a great deal along the path for freedom. Thank you. Hey, Jack and uh, fellow listeners out there. This is Zombie X. Uh, just wanted to say thank you, Jack, for uh, giving us all inspiration out there. Uh, I've gone from being just a, uh, a consumer of my uh, homestead and uh, trying to uh, become a producer and uh, trying to uh, do a lot of your principles about the permaculture and uh, uh, providing most of my own food for me. So, uh, Trying to get in my, uh, got done building a chicken coop. Got some chickens in there, still waiting for my first eggs. So, uh, uh, got a lot of, got a lot of things. Uh, so you're definitely an inspiration to all of us, and I uh, certainly do appreciate it. Have yourself a good day, and uh, we'll keep listening. Thanks for riding along with me. Bye. Yes, Jack, this is Master Herdsman, and uh, congratulations on one year. Uh, this past year has been a turning point in our life in that I started listening to your show about eight months ago, and my wife is actually starting to pay a little bit more attention for a change. Uh, it's been great, instead of having to fight her every step of the way. Anyway, congratulations again on a year, and let's make it another 20. Thanks. Hey, this is Wookie in the Forest over here in the DFW area. And uh, what I've accomplished in the past year is that we've downsized from a 2,700-square-foot house on a quarter acre to a 1,000-square-foot house on 10 acres. We're all layered together now, but uh, apparently we're happier. <laughs> uh, we also just started a garden, small ones just to start off with, of a 30-foot by 120-foot, as a, an experiment to see what the ground was like and uh, what kind of havoc the local critters are going to reap on our uh, lovely garden. See, another thing that we've accomplished is uh, teaching my little five-year-old how to uh, grow grow food and uh, be responsible for, uh, for what you do in this world and on this planet. Let him uh, get some visual results back on what he's doing and, see, and be able to be productive and be responsible. Uh, other than that, we've, uh, we've enjoyed your show. It helps us to give a little bit of direction. It gave the car pretty much an alignment where we uh, would waggle one way or another. Our goals are pretty much straightforward and uh, attainable at this point. And I just wanted to say thank you, Jack. I appreciate your uh, time and effort that you've done on this podcast. All right, time to leave. You guys have a nice day. Hey, Jack. This is Chris from Florida. I just wanted to call and say how much I appreciate your show. Before I found the Survival Podcast, I was listening to some of those knuckle-headed tinfoil hat folks that really had my blood pressure up. I like your show because you're balanced, practical, and sincere. Since I started listening to your show, I've lost 20 pounds just by listening while I walk my dog. 
I actually look forward to my exercise time now. I've paid off most of my credit card debt. I boosted my food storage, put together a bug-out bag, uh, made evacuation plans with my family, took a shooting class and got my concealed weapons license and my own Glock 26. I planted my entire spring garden from seed using heirloom varieties and discovered that I'm definitely a libertarian. Best of all, I stopped being a closet survivalist and I'll have no problem sharing my philosophy with others, including my neighbors. I'm looking forward to another year of my afternoons with Jack. Thanks a lot. Hi, um, these are two listeners up in Fairbanks, Alaska, and we're calling about the uh, participation audience thing. Um, we started listening to your show probably back in the fall sometime, and um, since then we started uh, stockpiling food and firearms and that sort of thing here not really that rich, so we're doing it a little bit at a time, and it turned out it paid off because this, in April, um, my husband got laid off, and so we've been probably a month and a half without work now, um, and we just got, both of us just got jobs, so hopefully that'll be on the, the uprise, um, and we started a blog, Survivalist at blogspot.com, to try and connect with other Alaska people, and so thanks for helping us out. Talk to you later, everybody. Let's try this again. My name is Robin, also known as the Noob Survivalist here on the forums. I am calling from California to share what the last year of my life has been like. Uh, last year this time, I was sitting on my couch, playing video games, working two days a week. I was enjoying the sun, the free time, and doing absolutely nothing. I was a grasshopper in the worst sort of way. I was paying $600 a month in rent plus food, booze, and other vices. I was constantly dipping into my savings. I was barely scraping by, but I was getting by, so I was content. I don't remember how I found out about the podcast, probably because I was high, but after the first couple shows, I was hooked. I always knew there was something wrong with the way we lived as a society, the way we were governed, and just the global economics as a whole. I know I knew that I didn't want to be one of the sheep that went along with everything. And my way of rebellion before the survival podcast was counterproductive. I wasn't even playing the game, but I was sure losing it. After the first few shows, I started to uh, evaluate my life, where I was financially, what direction I was uh, taking in college, and the big question, what if something happened? What if I lost my job, my only source of income? What if my car breaks down, or worse? I wasn't prepared for any of it. Now I have at least one month's food stored up. I have a bug-out bag for everyone in the house, plans for evacuation, two sources of income, and the balance of my savings is greater than that in my checking account. I've learned how to fly fish, frog gig, build makeshift shelters as well as primitive tools using minimal resources. I also have to. Uh, I also have started a, what I like to call my Pico de Gallo garden but it's too easy to uh, tell how green my thumb is. More importantly, I've started to look at the things that are going on in the world in a different light. I'm starting to see the real side of things and not just what we are told to believe. I would like to thank you, Jack, and everyone in the survival community for uh, opening my eyes. And now I have a positive direction uh, to focus my life. And every day I'm more prepared for the struggles. Thank you for listening. Noob Survivalist signing off. Hey, Jack and the Survival Podcast members. It's Trevor and uh, 983T0 uh, on the forum. 
calling from Bradenton, Florida. I wanted to tell you how much important and how special the show is to me. Jack, thanks a lot to all the people out there who helped Jack and support the show. Thank you. Uh, to start off, let's see here. In the past year, we've, my family, I'm 25, and I have a wife and four kids, and we've been married for almost 10 years. And finally, you guys on the ball of getting the garden together, starting to do things on, you know, saving money, washing our debt, and stuff like that. But I think what's really mostly impacted us the most, Jack, because of you and the other members, is really the gardening part. Uh, I got our uh, our shake at our mosque here in town, because I'm a Muslim, and uh, to uh, allow me to speak for five minutes at the end of every Friday service about gardening. And now we've gotten uh, uh, what's called an umma, which is a uh, like community. So we have a community garden started at our mosque. And uh, I convinced our, our acting shake to uh, put up uh, solar. We're looking into putting up solar panels because we're building a new mosque in town and putting up solar panels there. And several of the people in there uh, in our mosque have also uh, started growing a garden and stuff like that. Plus, what's been really great is with a lot of them, most of them being all foreigners. And I was born and raised here in the States. I've learned... There are different techniques for water harvesting, for growing and planting from their countries, and it's given me great, like, innovation of, of ideas. So I just want to tell you how much it's touched us, and we really appreciate everybody, and we just love you guys. Keep up the great work, and we'll always keep listening. Thanks again. Hello, Jack. This is The Wilderness, TW from the podcast. Just wanted to say congratulations on one year of uh, podcasting. Uh, I think Sister Wolf called and uh, left a pretty long post on uh, a long message on what we've accomplished this last year due to uh, listening to your podcasts and uh, participation in your forum. And I just want to let you know we really appreciate it and look forward to uh, many more years of this. Anyways, again, Jack, congratulations, and uh, talk to you soon. Hi, Jack. This is Noble. After my husband died last year, I dug up my front lawn and planted raspberries, strawberries, grapes, currants, and plum trees. I didn't know about your program at the time, but I can't tell you what a blessing it has been for me these months. You've been like a wise brother, giving me the encouragement and strength to do when I couldn't do things on my own. I pass on your podcast to my sister, who has developed a sustainability program in New Mexico. Thank you. Bye. Hey, Jack. This is Elijah in the Northeast just calling in for your anniversary episode you were talking about on, well, I guess last week's show, but it was today's show for me, as you would say, whenever we listen to it. Um, I guess a year ago today I didn't know anything about the survival community I'd been a little bit into conspiracy theories when I was younger but I never really saw any value in it I had chalked up a lot of it to um, you know insanity <laughs> because once you get deep enough into it things obviously start getting crazy under a tinfoil hat so I threw that hat out completely up until about last year um, last December just a few months ago um, I was hit really bad in an ice storm, ended up seven days without power in the um, in the freezing cold, and ended up getting pneumonia, and uh, <laughs> and getting my family through, and cuddling people up in a, in a basement in a survival scenario, and you know the the biggest takeaway I had from that is um, is um, and that was just a small regional disaster. Is shit does go wrong, and 
uh, being prepared, <laughs> it's not always a disaster. Um, so sometimes just having the basic preps, like I know in today's show, the guy asked about a bug-out bag and a justification for it, and it's like, in all of those cases that you talked about, you're saying it's not a disaster for the bug-out bag, and it's like, no, it's not a disaster, but would it be? A, would it have been a disaster if you didn't have the preps you needed? <laughs> I mean, I think that's a lot of what being prepared is about, is being prepped for those situations. So I had that as a takeaway, um, and the last year I've, I've done some basic stuff, gotten a little more practical transportation. I've been chewing down chewing down some debt, um, got a good garden growing, um, a ton of radishes right now, and I just put in those raised beds and... I think going forward, I'm going to continue to tear down some debt. But uh, y- your show has really, uh, really touched my life and uh, it's the life of a couple of my friends that have listened to the show. And uh, I- I'd say keep up the good work, man. And you know, for for a year to touch so many lives, it, 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 you don't even know how how crazy that is. And from for someone who never had a survivalist background, like a real practical survival or a modern survival background, I, you really. Uh, you really put things in perspective for, for all of us. So uh, keep up the good work, Jack, and thanks. Jack, Louisiana Survivor calling in. Just wanted to uh, say how much this Survivor podcast has uh, meant to me. I found it uh, on the Internet. I was Googling ways to uh, better survive hurricane situations since I'm in deep south Louisiana. And uh, it's just been a, a great blessing in my life. Um I'm a member of the Latter-day Saints, and so I've always had the notion of food storage, but just listening, I've been able to increase my food storage, increase increase how much I am able to use uh, what I have, even on such a small uh, scale of money that I have. I've become debt-free, just paid everything off. My fiancé, who is not a prepper, has also become debt-free. Um, I've become more aware of just the world events. You've brought so much to my attention. And uh, you've been able to help me uh, know the fact from fiction on what the media is saying. I've become uh, more uh, more into reality. I've been less of a tinfoil hat. Uh, Give me great ideas on how I want to... Uh, Plan out my homestead, and I've become uh, ready for most uh, ready for most things. Uh, like hurricane starting season is starting up, and I'm uh, I'm completely ready. I have all the preps. I'm not even worried about it. Uh, I've actually gotten my family into uh, looking at how they have everything situated in their life, and they're starting to change too. Um, thank you for the forum. The community is awesome. Uh, I encourage anyone who is not a part of the forum to do it because I've learned so much from it. Uh, thank you for the podcast and for the member support brigade. The movie, uh, the videos are awesome. Uh, I would like to personally thank you, though, Jack, and your wife because you have helped me uh, make a better life. Thanks. Hey, Jack, Sister Wolf here. Uh, I thought a long time about just exactly how I was going to thank you for what you've done in the last year. <clears throat> and I've come to the conclusion that there really aren't words enough or words pretty enough to tell you exactly how I feel about your show and what you've done for your listeners. Uh, a year ago today, my husband and I, TW, despite our reasonable income, 
We're living pretty much paycheck to paycheck. We were paying off two cars and several credit cards. We had no garden, no plans to start one, and I was interested in shopping for things we really couldn't afford at the time and really didn't need, and our preps were suffering sorely due to my habits. My husband has always been an avid survivalist but also loves me and doesn't like telling me no. So convincing me to work with him rather than against him has been his motive in the several years that we've been together. I've always sort of listened to him but never bought what I thought at the time was tinfoil hattery like storing food in case of disaster, becoming debt-free, making what you do uh, count, creating something from what looks like nothing, etc. You can convince yourself that almost anything is tinfoil hattery if you're not interested in really working to provide yourself with a better life if times get tough or even if they don't. But I never really heard what he had to say. And then he found your show and asked me to listen to episode number 69, which was basically a How to Flip Your Spouse episode, and it remains one of my favorites today. After hearing it, I thought that you might be an okay kind of guy and listen to another episode and another and one more, and I was hooked. After starting to listen to your show, we've completely paid off both of our vehicles. We've lowered our total debt by over 50%. We've started a GUCA fund as a high-yield savings account. GUCA stands for Get Out of California. We've stopped the needless nonsense purchases, have upped our food and water storage to more than double what it was last year at this time. We've started a garden, which is just starting to produce. We've start, we started canning. We started cooking at home rather than going out nearly every day of the week for food. We've set reasonable, tangible, reachable goals, which begin, uh, which are going to begin getting us completely out of debt by this time next year. Have begun the search for homestead property somewhere a bit more free than the state in which we currently live, and in the community that thinks a bit more like we do. We've successfully convinced my parents that prepping isn't just for crazy people. We've set up a bug out plan if something goes terribly wrong while I'm on campus at my university, which is about 20 miles away from our house. We've started seriously working on obtaining our ham radio licenses for emergency communications, and we've reached out to, met up with, and connected with people who love your show, love the TSP philosophy, and live it daily. But more important than any of that, we've stopped fighting one another and have stopped going in different directions. Working together and going in the same direction, we're now running headlong toward a better tomorrow, and it's all due to the Survival Podcast. So thank you. Well, folks, it's Jack. I'm back to wrap the show up, and I really can't add very much to the things that you've just heard today. All I can tell you is that I'm humbled and I'm inspired. And I hope you've been inspired by the other listeners of Survival Podcast. And I hope you will keep working, keep striving, and keep trying to live that better life if times get tough or even if they don't. You can scream and you can holler, it really doesn't matter cause it all gets spent.